Glory be to God. Hallelujah. God is faithful to his word. When you're faithful to his word, supernatural results take place. Seasons of fastings and praying. Some people, you know, you can go through three days is probably the max. Uh, Seven days, most people don't do that. Uh, Ten days or 14 days, uh, that's just, you you need to really start praying about that. Because God doesn't want you to be fasting to where you break down your body and damage your heart and damage your physical being. Uh, We're not Old Testament fasting in the New Testament. We're not fasting over sin. Jesus paid for our sins. Yeah, we confess our sins. We repent. But we do not not fast to make up for our sins. Uh, There's no penitence in Jesus. We don't pay for anything when it comes to sin, sickness, poverty. All that is paid for in the salvation that Jesus provided for us in the death, burial, and resurrection. Now, we still need to be led by the Lord, tap into the laws of sowing and reaping. Uh, You sow mercy not so that God will give you mercy. You sow mercy so other people will give you mercy, that God can work on them to forgive you when you make mistakes, because we all do. But we don't sow forgiveness so we can get forgiveness from the Lord. God, the Father, sowed Jesus for our forgiveness. It's paid in full. It would be a a slap in the face of the Lord to tell him, well, I need to do extra things because your blood wasn't enough. No, his blood is more than enough, beyond what we uh, could ever achieve through penitence and, and sin consciousness constantly. Yeah, be quick to confess your sins. Acknowledge it. Oh, I messed up. Father, forgive me. I run to 1 John 1, 9. I confess this as sin. I renounce it. I reject it. I turn from it. And I receive that you're, you are faithful and just to forgive me. And to cleanse me from all unrighteousness to never do this again. And the Lord washes you and makes you clean. He's obligated. The Father's obligated. If you're in covenant with Jesus, he's obligated to forgive you. He doesn't, um, there is no such thing as, you know, well, I'm going to hold a grudge against this person because they're just so specially bad. I'm going to, no. He paid for all the sin, all the sinners, the worst sinner you could think of, Hitler. Sins were paid for. Is Hitler in heaven? Probably not. Because repentance is required so that God can wipe away the sin. I doubt if he confessed Jesus as personal Lord and Savior. Um, all that's above my pay grade. I don't know. Name other celebrities that go, oh, they're in heaven. I don't know. It's between that's above my pay grade, but I do know based on the word of God, especially the book of Acts, where Peter said, repent so that your sins will be wiped away and times of refreshing may come. Healing, restoration and refreshing. Rejuvenation, because sin will wear you down. So. During our seasons of fasting and praying, we are not talking about sin consciousness. Yeah, we do want to get honest. 
you keep a journal or you go through some things, maybe a, a sermon journal, your notes throughout the year. What you're, See, God anointed your pastor to have certain messages to speak to you. He knew, he, you know, he assigned you to that local work because you need to hear some things. So go through some of those things. Go through the, some of those notes if you have notes. Or go through some of the messages if you have the messages. Go over uh, you know, on their website if your church has a website. And ask the Lord, am I skipping over things? Am I missing some stuff? I'm gonna, I need to uh, I evaluate myself very sober-minded without rationalization. Rationalization is, is evil. You got to see it as evil because anything that violates light, violates truth, violates God, violates love. And we know we don't want to hinder any redemptive power in our life. That's where you, surprisingly, some faithful uh, brothers and sisters in the Lord, they're, they're faithful, but they they suddenly die real quickly. Well, why? A lot of times it's it's this very issue. They are good Christians. They love the Lord, but there are certain pockets in their heart and mind that they kept for themselves, or they they want they glossed over and irrationalized, and it opened the door for the devil. And just really, the na- we're in a fallen world. It's a natural thing for. Uh, you know, cancer and heart disease and all sorts of uh, stuff that would get in and kill us. We're being disobedient with our diet. Maybe the Lord says, you know, stay away from carbs, stay away from sugar. And then we get diabetes because we disobey. Well, that, we don't want to do that. We want to be obedient. It's, it's what Jesus provides for us requires being led by the Holy Ghost. And that's why we shut everything down and focus through prayer to learn and know the still small voice. We spend copious amount of time in the word to know the word of God because the Holy Spirit will never contradict the word of God, especially in this dispensation of the New Testament dispensation. Especially those who, that apply to us as Gentiles. So let's not enter in these times of fasting and praying. Uh, yeah, there's times we need to render our heart and get before the Lord and confess something that so easily keeps besetting us. We need to get some copious amounts of time in the Word and fellowship, maybe even hook up with some brothers or sisters, whatever applies to you, and, and um, get this in the forefront, get this into the light, because light uh, is will destroy the virus and bacteria of sin. That light will destroy it. You stay humble and honest. Hold. That's why it's important not to forsake the assembly of the brethren. You get good, solid brethren that love you, that won't talk out of school, tattletale on you, gossip about you. You hook up with those people because they're not going to talk, talk to other people about you. But bless God, they will hook up with you. And that corporate faith, at least with two or more, can assist you in those areas. Regardless of what it is, sexual and non-sexual, uh, bitter and pride, hypercriticalness. 
want to keep our spirit tender to the Lord. And that's what we're doing. Kind of pulling back any calluses. Maybe it happened every year. It's, it's one, layer, one layer after another. Every year it gets better and better. We get more and more refined to be fine-tuned with the Holy Spirit and more Christ-like, more loving. And that's where real power follows those who, uh, who believe. Signs and wonders follow those who believe and are baptized. Water baptized? Well, not necessarily. I'm talking about baptizing and submerging in Jesus. Like you did when you're in high school over football or girls or uh, your uh, cheerleading drill team uh, drama, doing a play. Whatever your passion was, that's the place that God wants. He's a jealous God. And that's also the position you need to be in for recovery and redemption. You know, it's good to live a healthy life. It's good to live to uh, eat, eat right for you, for whatever your physiology is. But, um, you know, those who don't live a lifestyle of, of, uh, that's healthy and they damage their body. Some diets, you, you get on that diet full tilt, uh, it'll reverse the damage. But there is in the natural a thing called damage done. And the people have waited too long for, for uh, in the natural I'm talking about, um, to, to change their diet and their lifestyle. Well, in Jesus, God can heal that. Would even surprise your doctor. Yeah, you're changing your diet for your cardiovascular health. You're changing your diet because, you know, you're, you're the, of diabetes and issues like that. Do that in the natural. Do it naturally and practically and add your faith to it to make it super practical. And, and keep confessing the word over it that you are healed, that, that your body is being restored. You're cleansed. The word of God, as you feed on the word of God, it quickens your mortal body and God will compensate the difference between your natural and super, uh, your practical and your, and your super practical and even into a natural. Natural. Supernatural. In your natural. And certain people might, yeah, you know, well, you just you do, you reverse the diabetes because you were eating healthy and started to exercise. And, you know, be probably that, you know, for the last 50 years, you were just sitting on your butt being a couch potato and eating whatever. And, um, they can rationalize all they want. But any healing, any restoration that takes place, any uh, uh, in your physical body or even in your character and, and love walk, give God the glory. And thank him to lead you and show you how to do it naturally and super practically in faith. And he does the supernatural and we give him all the glory. Most supernatural stuff is very anticlimactic for the senses. It's beyond the five senses. But you know, boom, I'm healed. How do you know? I just know my faith. I'm healed. I'm healed. I'm restored. And you hang on to that. 
No matter who challenges, maybe you go back and get tested again. It's no, that that's still there. We gotta, we might have to do some surgery or chemo or whatever, rotor rooter that artery, whatever it is. No, I'm healed. I'm healed. The Lord might lead you to have the doctor go in and and do the work, and you'll believe God for a quick healing. Sometimes the Lord might say, "No, you're healed." All right, we'll schedule the uh, another test down the road here. And they come back and it's like gone. Well, it's the same thing in our personality, in our behavior. This is where I think open people sever the hedge of protection, as the Bible puts it. Uh, you sever the hedge of protection, you get bit. Especially back in the, in the Middle East area, any wilderness area, you have poisonous snakes. You sever that hedge, you go through that hedge. You're, you're at risk in getting bit by the snake. And we're talking, spiritually speaking, by the devil. So we don't want to. We don't want to be that way. We don't want to sever the hedge through bad behavior, through bitterness, fear, pride, hypercritical, hypocritical bitterness, unforgiveness, judgmentalism, strife. We want our thought patterns to be in sync with the living God because we have the mind of Christ, and we do that through faith command. Not praying, not asking the Lord over and over for a mind of Christ. We receive the mind of Christ when we receive Jesus the first time. Now we need to renew our mind to who and what and where we are in Christ Jesus. Talking by faith, receiving it by faith. As we received him, so we walk in him. Even if you, if you had a wacky tobacco thought, maybe you were even responded to it, you said something, you did something, the moment you come to your senses, you, God, I confess this as sin, I reject this in Jesus' name, I walk away from this, and I have the mind of Christ. I think pure thoughts. I think holy thoughts. I think wise thoughts. I have the mind of Christ, and I bind evil thinking. I bind immoral thinking. And you take authority over it. You receive your forgiveness. You shake it off quickly, the guilt and condemnation. And you run the first John 1, 9. And anytime the devil reminds you about it, or even some schmuck puppet of the devil reminds you of this, you say, I'm cleansed by the blood. First John 1, 9. I confess my sins, and he is faithful to forgive me and to cleanse me from all unrighteousness. It's an evil thing to remind someone of their past sins. It's an evil thing to remind someone what they did. Because now you're being the accuser of the brethren. And who is the accuser of the brethren? Satan. You want to be, you want to be part of his program? That's your prerogative. But then you, what do you do? Do you get to spend, you get to his reward. Forever without God? I mean, you think this world's jacked up? Jacked up? Uh, hell, it's infinitely worse. And nobody's ruling in hell. Even Satan's not ruling in hell. It's just burning and agony and torment. And there's no defense mechanisms to find a happy place. Yeah, it's cursing, gnashing of teeth, nonstop. Weeping, cursing, gnashing of teeth. It's nonstop forever. But hey, you were too smart to receive Jesus. You were too intelligent and sophisticated to think that you needed a savior. You were too smart for a religion. You got it all together. 
what is it what does it gain a man for to gain the whole world what's a profit him to gain the whole world and lose his own soul you've met people you met people in the mental wards i've dealt we've dealt with people in the mental wards and and memory care issues and they they lost their mind they were crazed in the wits and some of them were children of israel they were daughters and sons and daughters of abraham but they didn't partake of the covenant to protect them from this curse of the fall and the curse of the law you can you can re- you can live above the rudimentary rules which is all curse and eccentric principles and corruption and even slow down the mortality of your body to quicken it to do a good 80 to 120 years and be pleasing to the Father. Living above the rudimentary rules of this fallen world, living above the curse of the law. You will not lose your mind because you have the mind of Christ. Jesus lost his mind when he said, Father, why have you forsaken me? And one version of the gospel, and they all apply. This one witness highlights one thing, and the other witness highlights another. He screamed as he gave his last breath because he was falling into hell. He was separated from his heavenly father, something that he had never experienced in all of his existence. So you receive Jesus. And if you're listening right now and your heart's pounding and you're like, Lord, God, I want to I be right with you. I, I repent. Good. That's it. That's, that's the start. Believing in your heart, being convicted of sin. That's what the Holy Spirit does in this fallen world. It's age. He convicts the world of sin and he sends gospel preachers and teachers to comfort you. He's a, the Holy Spirit will convict the world of sin, but he comforts those in Christ Jesus. Your sins are forgiven. Your sickness is healed. You're free to prosper in God's will. Nothing is holding you back but self-will and and a lack of repentance. So pray with me right now. God Almighty, I repent of all my sins. I receive the work of the cross, the death, burial, and resurrection of my Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. I receive the cleansing of his blood and I ask Jesus to come into my heart and to make me a born-again spirit, an offspring of you, Almighty God. I receive my cleansing. I receive the miracle of the rebirth and I am whatever you say I am. For here on out, Jesus, you are my Lord and Savior. And God, you are now my ever-loving Heavenly Father. I am whatever you say I am. And I will follow after you with all my heart. By your grace and mercy, help me to walk with you. If you said that sincerely, you turned your life over to Jesus a miracle took place in your heart and you are now a born-again spirit, born of an incorruptible seed, no longer spiritually dead and subject to the devil, but you are seated in Christ Jesus 
right now in the spirit. And every time God the Father looks at you, he sees Jesus. You are washed of the blood. The next step is to learn all the in him scriptures. In him, meaning in, in Christ. Find a local church that preaches the full gospel. If you need help, uh, message me. I'll, I'll help you find a good word of faith church that will help you cultivate your faith in Christ Jesus to abide in the word and to bear eternal fruit for the Father. This is the secret to your personal happiness. This is the secret to your success. It's Jesus, and he gets all the glory by the power of the blood of Jesus and in the name of Jesus. I declare and decree that you are free from all bondages and all the power of the devil. And I cast the devil off you in Jesus' holy name and command him to leave you alone. Now, you go find a a local church and submit and serve and grow in the revelation of Jesus. Spoken enough, peace and love as you work out your own salvation in Jesus' holy name. Amen.